Oh, Joe, it's Friday. It I is know. Friday. Yabba dabba do. Woo, boy. I just, I I know that we seem excited every time it's Friday, but like, I'm legitimately yeah. excited. No, it's, it's uh, you may think, oh, Joe and Sarah, you have it easy. All you do is come in. Talk for a little bit, and then leave. No, make fools of yourself. And New then... radio media. This is this is our life. This is our passion. <laughs> it follows us around during the day. Yes, and allegedly, and I haven't looked up all the details for it, but there is some sort of a, a lunar eclipse or something oh, yeah. happening. And I, there's all there's like a million astrological retrograde things at mm-hmm. once. Mercury's in, a lunar... in a retrograde. Oh, you know them all? Uh, I don't know. I'm I keep not. seeing posts from different people that are like, this is happening, this is happening, yeah. this is happening. Well, so if your life sucks, it's because <laughs> all the planets are doing this and the moon is doing that. Our our medium friend, Christy Robinette, has, oh, yeah. has made many posts on Facebook. So you follow her. And, yes, okay, yeah, about yeah. Mercury being in retrograde. Um, and then Freddie Mercury's movie is coming out. Right. And then we have a total eclipse of the heart uh, coming out. So there's all kinds of yeah. things. So if you feel a little crazy, yeah. and I have to tell you, this this one is not um, astrology. This is superstition. But you know how when I don't know if you remember, like last week or the week before, um, I had a little tiny pocket mirror, and I had stuffed it in my computer. Yeah, and you broke it. And then when I closed it, I broke it. Yes. <laughs> well, I had a hand mirror at home. And I was not paying attention, dropped that, broke that mirror. Wow, you're up to 14 years. I'm just saying, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. That's like trading in a car. Yeah. And you still owe money on it and getting a new car and you have to like you have to lump the negative equity into the so, next payment. So, if bad things happen here, I'm so it's me. Right. I did it. I'm sorry. What what Sarah fails to realize is that I've been secretly carrying around some Hawaiian lava rock <laughs> in my pocket and I've been blaming her for anything bad <laughs> that happens. Yes. There's exactly. a tarantula on your chest. <laughs> Uh, and then, well, here's something. I, I know a lot of people are bummed out about it because they thought that they had finally found a job that was going to be fun ah. and pay well. Right. A lot of times those two things don't go together. No. Where you actually make the cash and you're having a good time. Mm. So there, an interview had been done about a uh, labor shortage that's happening in Japan. Mm-hmm. And NPR happened to particularly go to this one city and that city was allegedly the birthplace of ninjutsu. Yes. Ninjutsu, yes. And so they have a museum there. And so somehow the idea that there was a labor shortage and that they might need more people in the museum to be ninja performers mm. just blew up and became this internet sensation. People were like, this place is looking to hire ninjas and you can make Crazy. between thirty and eighty-five thousand dollars just yeah. being a ninja. And American ninja warriors all lining up. <laughs> yes. Get me on that plane. Yeah. And uh so it's Iga? Iga? I don't know. IGA. This isn't even the city. Yeah, the International Independent Grocers Association. <laughs> It's a very small city, but they were flooded with inquiries from around the world because mm. everyone was like, well, I want to be a ninja. Maybe uh, Iga Japan is the uh, the Pueblo, Colorado of the martial arts world. Because whenever you want information about something in the States, you write right. Pueblo, Colorado. Right. Maybe in Asia, that's what you write if you want to become some type of professional yeah. martial artist. Well, you know, what they didn't realize is that the ninja sor- shortage... Um, was basically they don't need people to do it anymore because it's all automation now. It's robotic ninjas, which it's very common throughout many <laughs> industries. I mean, look at the fruit ninja has become so popular. That's true. 
You know, I, I don't... It is all automated. Yeah. It's a, no longer does bespoke ninja arts um, <laughs> wow. dominate the artisanal martial arts uh, crafts Custom of our world. ninja yeah. arts. So when you go to the farmer's market and you have that ninja doing it the old-fashioned way, don't mind that. It might taste a little bit better. It might be organic. But somewhere there's automated ninjas that have really <laughs> taken that... And destroyed the industry. Well, I do. So they're hoping, actually, that this this mix-up, they, you know, put out a, a statement in, in many languages, actually, mm. because they were getting literally <laughs> inquiries from around the world yep. from people who wanted to be ninjas. And they're like, "Slow, we're good. Slow down on that. But come to our tiny city because we have a sweet-ass museum and we would right. love the tourism dollars. Yeah. And it does sound really cool where you can go and you can get your little costume and they'll let you do, like, throwing, throwing stars. stars those exploding balls that make smoke. And you, yeah. you know what? They, they dropped the ball, really. What they should have done, the museum should have said, oh, yeah, come on out here. Let's schedule an interview. We recommend this hotel, oh. these restaurants, and this airline. Or they should just, the the, um, the museum should just charge for people to come and do a training program. Right. With the idea that maybe if you're good enough at the end, we'll hire you. And then nobody's good enough well, at the end. They're like, the well, thank you for spending money for our two-week ninja camp, but you are not good enough to be one of our special ninjas. Do you know how many ninja summer camps there are for kids? There are? There's a ton of them, yeah. You really They have these like gyms where you can like they're like these ninja warrior gyms. It's a, I knew it's they a big had, deal. I knew they yeah. had those. I knew they had the American Ninja Warrior mm. type um, obstacle gyms. Yes. Because I think my nephew is going to get to go to that for right. a little while and just for them to be able to do like the what do you call the, yeah. the wall that you have to like Run, 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 reach yeah. the top, the curve. And, and you know what? And here's the thing. Don't fool yourself. You're not getting a katana. <laughs> you're, you're not going to put a mask on your face. Nope. Not going to happen. No nunchucks anywhere. Nope. Nope. Not going to happen. And uh, so, you know, it's it's really too bad because everybody wants to be a ninja. Where everybody made a mistake, though, was they, they made it a point to be, like, really boisterous. I want to be a ninja. The whole point about being a ninja is you got to do it stealthily. Right. It's like fight club. Yeah. First rule of ninja... Don't talk about being a ninja. Don't talk about being, unless you are a teenage mutant ninja turtle. Hmm. Um, this next story, I think, is ridiculous, and I don't understand what's going on Right. Here. I don't get it. Because there is a fashion designer who operates a brand and a store called 313 mm -hmm. in Detroit. Yes. And then Eminem has his own fashion line. Thing called E13, but they flip the E. Well, you can see it in the, yes. the picture. They flip it. So it essentially looks like it's the Detroit area, the 313. Um, they're both kind of going after the same thing, but at no time would I confuse these two no. logos mm -mm. as being that, like, there's room in the 313 pool to have both of these logos yeah. for these two things. Like, I don't under. So, the one with the the traditional the hash mark and the Roman numerals, yeah. the three thirteen guy, um, is trying to stop M&M's people from getting the trademark agreement for his backwards. He's, e he's you can't sue M&M. You I can't sue M&M. Yeah, well, that's true. <sighs> I don't. I just don't think three thirteen guy has a leg to stand on. No. Because usually, isn't it, you don't want somebody to get a trademark on something that you feel is too close to something you've already done? Yeah. 
they don't look like each other. No. Well, here's where it could be a little confusing is when people try to hashtag it. Okay. Hashtags, I think, would be confusing because people aren't that. Also, I didn't realize you, know. you could get a trademark on an area code. No. Like, and can if I somebody trademark could, 248? Wouldn't what? it be Ameritech or Ma <laughs> Bell or somebody like that? Yeah. <laughs> I know that. So uh, the reason why you can get a trademark on the M&M one, which he already had a deal with Carhartt and the stuff has already been put out. So right. I, I, that's why I'm double confused. Oh, so M&M but. and Carhartt. You're going to try to sue both M&M and good Carhartt. Luck. Good job. Um, good luck. I understand <laughs> that by with the E and flipping it or whatever, yeah. it makes it unique enough that you could trademark that as yes. you know, something. And then the other one, the 313, that's unique. That looks different. That's not what you're normally used to seeing. But he's, he's giving it a shot. He feels like he got the trademark for his thing mm. in 2010. Eminem didn't do the thing for his until 2016. And so uh, he's putting the gloves on yeah, and trying to fight I'm, it. I honestly, I get it. But can't you just, there's 734 and 248. <laughs> and if you're into Flint, 810. I mean. Which used to be the 248. And the 734 gets confusing. It does. It yes. really does. Although, maybe 313 guy is just brilliant marketer, and he's like, I'm never going to win this case, but I am going to get people talking about my brand if they weren't yeah. already. Let me, let me start a fight with a celebrity right. to get brand recognition yeah. out there. I'm the dick you want to buy clothes from. <laughs> mm. Oh, this is a little shady-seeming. Sorry, not slim shady, shady, just shady shady, which is, we talked about how the guy, James Gunn, who had directed um, the first two Guardians of the Galaxy yes. movies, has been fired from directing the third one. He's probably going to have to kind of chill out and go underground this, for a while. This creates a huge problem. Was he the legal guardian of the galaxy? <laughs> because... Who's, who's going to sign? Kids? Right, yeah, I mean, exactly. if they're under 18, like, who's going to sign to, for baby Groot? It's, are they going to go into, like, guardian foster care? Yeah, exactly. Like, what's, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Um, so he had some early tweets, the James Gunn guy who got fired, mm. that were him trying to be, I'm crazy, I'm outrageous, I'm making jokes. I'm edgy. I'm edgy. Jokes that relate to subjects like rape and pedophilia. Oh, so funny. Mm. Um, but people are, the, the new fighting tactic is to do a deep dive mm -hmm. into people's old tweets yeah. and then put them out there for everybody to look at right now. Yeah. And people are dropping like flies. Like right now they're going after um, Sarah Silverman because some of her early comedic tweets, you knew she was joking, but right. they crossed a line if someone wanted to take that. Well, because you can't tell tone and context from back then, especially when it right. was 40 characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the new director of like the next trilogy of Star Wars movies mm -hmm. that are not connected to the Skywalker series, mm -hmm. that director just recently deleted 20,000 tweets. Oh! Like if you wow. try and go before, I think he, like from January forward of this year, you can read his stuff prior to January. Why don't you just delete he your just, account? Right? And start just, over again? Do you have that much time? Now, do you believe a person when they say, uh, I was inspired by what happened to this guy, and just to be safe, I deleted 20,000 tweets? Hmm. I don't have anything to hide. Right. But just in case. Just in cases, yeah. I deleted almost everything I've ever posted, which yeah. really is smart for a lot of people. It is. when, Well, especially right now, I guess, maybe we should all do it. But yeah. doesn't it seem like 
he knows that there's something back oh, there. Oh, yeah, he, he does. I'm deleting some tweets today, as a matter of fact. Are you for real? I'm totally deleting some. I don't want anybody exposing that I went snowboarding in 2009. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're so you're so oh crazy. Oh my gosh! Joe. Oh, and then there was the one from 2012 where I bought two growlers from Shorts Brewery <laughs> and I took them downstate. No, no, that's, I don't I, want people to. I don't want that seedy stuff. side of my life to mm, be exposed. Mm, mm, mm. No. Yes, David, you look like you wanted to. Uh, uh, no, I just I just feel like this is going to be a standard operating procedure going forward. Right. For everybody. Going to be purging their accounts at least like once a year. So basically, the only thing that will be left that's interesting on Twitter will be politicians was twitter ever interesting no twitter sucks we go. still hate you twitter yes. we do i know i know you're a big deal but yeah we anti-endorse you twitter <laughs> we feel that you know facebook suffered a little setback this week in the financial markets i think they're going to be fine sarah and i are reviving friendster yeah and life will be good everybody loves friendster now keeping on that star wars train simon Pegg, who it's some of his favorite movies, and he's been in the Star Trek movies where you see his face. But yeah. in Star Wars, as far as I know, he only played like, was it like the yeah. market guy? Two like, portions. Yeah, he was in like a big puppet costume, so you didn't even know. No, it was CG. It was motion capture. Oh, I thought, no, he was actually in a... That was a costume? Yeah. He it was, was a crappy costume. Because it looked like crappy CGI. <laughs> If I if he's the if he's the character that I'm thinking about, like the one that like Ray would bring her junk to. Yeah, she'd sell her junk. Yeah. She'd be like, Hey, look at my junk. What? And he'd what? be like, I'll give you something for that junk, girl. I, mm. I could swear that he was the one that was inside like yeah. an operational costume. Regardless, he was in it, you didn't see his face. Dave, can you Google that? He loves he loves Star Wars, but he doesn't love Star Wars fans because I'm, I feel that it's just been a lot of not to so good. And actually, to the point where so he was initially he was talking about what happened to Kelly Marie Tran, and she had to delete all her social media and just felt completely harassed and trolled and so right. Much. But then he said that he admitted that he had been one of those Star Wars people because he hated Jar Jar Binks, much mm. like a lot of people hated Jar Jar Binks. And then when the guy who played that character came out and said that there was so much negativity thrown his way that he had contemplated taking in his own life, yeah. Simon Pegg was like, wow, I was one of those jerks who may have contributed to this poor guy. Right. And so he was like, it's a movie. It's just a movie, people. Like, yeah. get over yourselves and don't take it that seriously. Although he used more colorful language. Right. And I actually tweeted that out. <laughs> that article, I tweeted it out because I applaud him for doing that. But... Simon Pegg, I think he probably has some first-hand experience because a lot of people hated on the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. It's true. And the casting and everything. Yeah. And it was the same as all the Star Wars people. It's yeah. like, these are movies. They're not your religion. Oh, no. They are your religion. Well, for I'm some sorry. people. Yeah. No, I know. It's, it's cool to be a super fan of something, but mm. not when you are making actors lives hell when right. they are separate from their fictional character well you know what just because you buy merch doesn't mean you own the intellectual property <laughs> you know people I mean, people preach, act Joe, like preach it. but man do they think that oh my goodness uh, just for posterity he did play that junker that ray gave her junk to to get mm. paid in bread that was yes yeah but was it a puppet costume did it say or it, was it cgi it, no it was like a puppet costume it yeah. was you're yeah. right Score one for Sarah. <laughs> oh, I missed the bell. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey. So the one thing that Ray should have done, just as an addendum, yeah. she always carried the junk in like a net or in her arms. Uh -huh. If she would have had a trunk, 
it would have been easier to yes into the trunk yes and then take it to the because you know his anaconda don't want some unless you've got buns on i feel it mm. i do yes now this i think is kind of hysterical so a person who i think she's the second director on the new series or the uh, star wars nine she's the second unit director second ad or yeah. the second d she is the, double D. the second unit director on Star Wars 9, if that makes oh, sense. Okay, yes, all right. And she posted a picture, so clearly she has a regular smartphone. Hmm. Wait, <laughs> is it Star Wars 9 or Episode IX? You're the worst. So she has a smartphone, but she took a picture of herself holding. It kind of looks like the Nokia that I had like in the early 2000s or maybe like 99 to 2002. Uh-huh. Although mine had like a little cherry phone cover case. Uh, oh, I know. Wow. <laughs> so custom. Well, she needs the Morpheus phone. So she. <laughs> right. The little razor ones. Yeah. yeah. But so she took a picture of this super old school looking phone and she wrote hashtag old school, hashtag crew, hashtag IX. And wait, so, I thought she said it was nine. You're the worst. So um, it's making people think that in order to stop leaks mm -hmm. they are forcing the crew to use old phones that don't have cameras and internet mm -hmm. capabilities and all that sort of stuff like they can text each other but this is so Battlestar Galactica it is so because in the in the redo of Battlestar Galactica the reason why the Battlestar Galactica is you say is uh, immune from the Cylons at the beginning uh -huh. is because it's so old and everything's analog that it can't be oh. hacked Look out, we're always thinking there. There's a subreddit on that, isn't there, Dave? Absolutely. We posted our interview with uh, the chief there. See? Yeah, you did. They you... know what's up. Oh, these guys. I know. These, oh, they, they have all the access. Look at them. They really do. And we just come in every day and just talk. And just bloopity blop blop uh -huh. blop. And we're going to bloopity blop blop about a reboot of a TV show. With a bunch of sexy ladies that I oh, think the is Benny going Hill to show is coming back. Beer tank, and we'll tell you what it is next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle Power. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. 
Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. They're going to. They are going to send you a whole bunch of angels. Mm. Well, three specifically. Are they Victoria's Secret angels? No, they uh, are not. I've always wondered, by the way, how heavy those wings are that uh, the Victoria's Secret angels have to do on the runway. Well, that's a secret. <laughs> that is the secret. Yeah, that's, a, that's what Victoria's <laughs> Secret is. I mean, they look like giant rigs. That's got to be difficult to do yeah. in heels and your underpants. Um, <laughs> so they should just drink Red Bull. Anyway. Charlie's Angels, obviously a big deal in the 70s. Mm. And then they, there was the reboot with the movies with Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and Lucy Liu yes. in the early 2000s. Right. And those movies were more successful than they should have been. Yes. Because when you do a rewatch, you realize, oh, yeah. these are not good movies. Yeah, they are not going at full throttle. No. Oh, maybe two-thirds at the best. I mean, the first one was better than the second one. But, yeah, they were, like, huge juggernauts. And if Bill Murray... Yeah. Was Bosley? Yes, why not? One, which I mean, he can do anything. Like I will watch him pretty much in any movie that he's and in. You just answered your own question. Why? How, they, why they were successful? Because he was in the first. I'm one. not in it for the lovely ladies. I'm in it for Bill Murray. <laughs> I'm in it for the Bill Murray. And oddly, and I can't even imagine like what it was over, but he and Lucy Liu hated each other. Mm. And would like li like he would say truly horrible things to her on set, and there was a big fight oh, between no. the two of them. But so he didn't come back for the the second one. Um, Bernie Mac was Bosley yes. in the second one, but for the new new Charlie's Angels, which is going to be coming out, they've got let's see, I think she's right here, the blonde Elizabeth Banks mm -hmm. um, is yep, got it. Uh, she <laughs> is going to be. Directing, writing, and starring as Bosley in wow. this new reboot. So it's going to be all like women, like top to bottom. No, no dude Bosley. <laughs> right. It'll be yes. Okay. So you don't know who the other actress. Nobody knows or cares. Uh, it's Kristen Stewart is really the only name of the three ladies. Mm. Although I think the girl right next to Elizabeth Banks was in the new Power Rangers movie. Sure. But other than that, it's just they've got hot chicks, so they, they yeah. got that part right. And then they have Lady Bosley. But um, is that a razor? <laughs> Lady Pick and Lady Bosley. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I just I so Elizabeth Banks also sort of fell into something I didn't think she thought would maybe be blow up as big as it was, which mm -hmm. was the Pitch Perfect series. Right. So and that one was a, another one where the, the first one was people loved it. Amazing. And then the second one and the third one. And they just continually got worse as they went mm -hmm. and not as successful as they went. Um, but I don't know that just because she, you know, had lightning strike for the first Pitch Perfect movie, if that means that she's going to be able to give us a good new reboot of the Charlie's Angels? Yeah, thing? no, I... I think the reason why the Drew Barrymore Charlie's Angels was successful because it there was were, a comedy. They were making fun of themselves. Well, there were also 
people who were going to the movies a lot still remembered Charlie's Angels from their childhood. Right. I think the Target demo, Charlie Angels as a brand, won't be as important to who's going to be watching. Oh, this. no, that's true. Yeah, because they have the the newer, the younger, upcoming right. stars, and then Kristen Stewart who hasn't done like a big budget right. studio film since the Twilight. Exactly. Movies. But the, I mean. Who doesn't remember the comedy stylings of Kristen Stewart? Like, I can't well, imagine. The, but, the, but Elizabeth Banks, what she does is comedy. Yes. So I don't. We'll see. I'm confused. I, you know what? They should just do a mashup and um, do Charlie's Angels and the Chocolate Factory, where the angels <laughs> get to go on a tour, and one by one, after eating different types of candy, uh -huh. the Oompa Loompas get them out of the movie. Oh, right? I see. Like Elizabeth Banks could be Veruca Salt and... <laughs> You know, I want an Oompa Loompa now! I want an Oompa Loompa now! Yeah, I would watch that as opposed to what I think is going to happen with what <laughs> she's going to do. Now, boy, you talk about hoping that your audience still cares. Woo! Uh-huh. 1980s movie 9 to 5 is going to get a sequel. Yeah. Is Dabney Coleman going to be in it? I don't think he will, but you will get Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. You'll get Lily Tomlin. And you'll get Jane Fonda. Does it open up with an office retirement party? <laughs> oh, surprise! It's your retirement party. There's cake. <laughs> the, you know, they felt like the workplace still has dealt with so much sexism, and they thought the they should strike while the iron is hot again with the whole Me Too thing and right. and the Times Up. But, thing. <laughs> and, but I just, this is such low hanging fruit. But right? I'm going, I'm going to do this. Oh, do it. I think this would work if they switched from sexism to ageism. Because there's, I mean, I, I love... It's actually not a crazy thing. You yes, I love all three of the actresses, but yeah. considering that the original 9 to 5 came out 30-some-odd years ago. Right. That, I mean, yesterday when we were I talking mean, about how 2008 didn't feel that far away, right. uh, 1980 feels far away. Like, that was a long time ago. Right. And I, it's, what's amazing, though, actually, is that Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda and um, Dolly Parton are alive. Wow! <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> uh, it's fr It's Friday. 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 I was gonna say, still working quite a bit. I mean, for they are so. But yes, there is a lot of ageism in Hollywood. It would be like a like a double thing: ageism right. in Hollywood and then ageism in the workplace. You if that what? was the theme that they went have, with, just have Betty White join them. Okay. Have Betty White join them. I think maybe the movie should be about their struggles leaving the office scenario. Maybe you have Lumberg in. Maybe Lumberg plays the <laughs> Dabney Coleman and you have an office space crossover. Yeah. That would be it? genius. What would you say you yeah. do here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. need you to come in on Saturday. Yeah, Lily Tomlin, incredible shrinking woman. I'm going to need you to come in this Saturday, okay? <laughs> All right. Just combine them all. Combine like, all office-themed movies. I like the idea of Betty White as their touchy-feely boss, and that's who they're all Oh, <laughs> flip it. Yes. And she's who gets all tied oh. up. And yes. Hot. All right. I write it down. It. Write it down. We've got the, some Hollywood pitch meetings to go to. And then they leave the, the company. They try to get jobs at, like, you know, as greeters at Walmart right. and stuff. And, uh, right. And, you know, maybe the hostess at the Sizzler. You guys, yeah. this is... I'm telling you, someday we're actually going to make money. Did I money. miss my calling as a screenwriter? You and David. Someday yeah. we're going to actually make money off of what we do. It'll happen, I swear. Um, so there is another show that I think is going to be adorable because everything he does is adorable. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> that statue was uncalled for. Oh, well, that was a lot to see the shirtless 20-foot 
high yeah. Jeff Goldblum I, statue in London. That was yeah. that was a lot to you Brits, I tell you, to look at. But yeah, he uh, he got a new show. Um, it's going to be a twelve-part documentary series titled "The Curiosity of Jeff Goldblum." Uh, it's with uh, National Geographic. So they're going to kind of go behind the scenes mm. of ordinary things uh, and explainer series for things uh, like ice cream, coffee, and cereal. I didn't realize there yeah. was a lot to explain about them, but the way yeah. that, that Jeff Goldblum rambles and kind of makes weird noises, <laughs> I would listen to him talk about yeah, ice cream. I, you know what? The show will probably be a hit. It'll be huge. Yeah. I mean, if he's I'm a weirdo, to, but he's charming. So. You know, here's the thing. I, I already, here's a secret about Joe. I already have National Geographic and Smithsonian Channel on a lot, just as background noise. Sure. And once Aerial America comes on, forget it. You can't tear me away from that TV. <laughs> you ever watch Aerial America? No. All they do is fly over cities. And here's Detroit. The Renaissance Center is the home of General Motors. And they have a nice narration going. It's brilliant. And that's it's it? It's boring. It's like the TV version of flying at Disney World. It's they just, and now we're gonna fly over another. You, they city. just like, fly over the country and talk about it. That's the show, and I'm like, this is genius. It cost them nothing to produce. Is it? Do, is the narration in their air air the uh, pilot voice like you do? No, no? it should be. <laughs> and uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're uh, we're uh, flying over Burlington, Vermont, and uh, you can see that the maple syrup's flowing. Uh, thank you. I, no, I have not seen that show. But it sounds like something that would be really good to fall asleep to. It, it is. It's great background. I'm not I lying. Can, I cannot fall asleep without... I mean, sometimes I'll use the sleep timer, but I need mm. to fall asleep with some noise in the room. Yeah, watch Aerial America. Aerial America. Because it's one of those things where you go, oh, wow, I've always wanted to see what Nashua, New Hampshire looks like from the sky. I sure have. <laughs> and, well, and oh, they're doing New Hampshire oh. today. Now, we have, uh, we have another fun thing happening on Twitter. Mostly, we don't like you, Twitter, but sometimes you deliver with yeah. fun stuff where people aren't being complete jerks. Um, and the new thing that people are doing, although I don't really see a specific hashtag on this one, but it's um, explaining what third base is. And when I say third base, no, I'm sorry, no, MC Search. Not, not, I don't, I yeah, don't mean not the, the 90s. band that did Brooklyn Queens. No. Not that third base. Pop pop goes weasel. No, I don't mean that third base. Um, and I'm not talking about baseball. Uh, I didn't think, to be honest, I didn't think that there was confusion about what third base is. If you grew up in the '80s or '70s, no, because with no social media, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion because you had an older brother or sister tell you what it was, right? First base. Yes. Second base. Yes. That's two bases for the price of one, by the way. <laughs> well, that's, well yeah. if you're that guy, some people can kiss without going here yet. No, I like, I like playing. I like being in a pickle between the two <laughs> myself. <laughs> Just remember to tag up. You always have to tag up. Oh Sometimes you've got to slide. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously... Full-on sex sex is a home run. Mm -hmm. And third base was anything south of the border, touching or oral or whatever. Yes, am I wrong? Yeah. Well, I, south of the border, depending on what league you're playing in. <laughs> right. I just, I thought that uh, was like, bing, 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 bing. Those yeah. are the, that's how it goes. But apparently there was some sort of confusion. How could you be confused gonna, about it? I don't it. know. The only thing that's confusing is that every now and that game you have throwback jersey day. 
So you have to wear clothes from like <laughs> elementary school. Oh my god! You have to wear garanimals so while you're, you know, making no. out in your car, no. right? You just made it so so much worse. Yeah, and more awkward. Um, but and then, and then the weird part is, is when you're doing it, and Early Hartwell starts narrating what you're doing. <laughs> Somehow Joe made it to the mound. <laughs> Dirty Ernie Harwell. That just needs oh. to be. A, I mean. R.I.P. Oh, let's do. Can we get Dave? Can you find an early Ernie Harwell uh, impersonator and get him to do dirty Ernie Harwell for us? Yeah. Yes. Oh, today, amazing. Today is jacket off day at the ballpark, <laughs> where all the kids are invited Take to come your over and off. remove your jacket. <laughs> Disturbing. <laughs> so. With what is third base, we have an internet answer for you. We get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Light sounds of Joe and Sarah. Yes. Pop that culture. Welcome yes. to smooth pop that culture. <laughs> smooth it out, Joe. <laughs> I'm about to. Uh, yeah. So, what is third base? What is third base? According to Twitter, right now, it's letting someone see you're crazy or being vulnerable mm. in front of them, basically. So, the entries into the current fun thing that people are doing for what third base is include. Um, 
Third base is letting someone type something into your browser search bar unattended and accepting that autofill is probably about to give away the inner workings of your psyche. Genius. Mm-hmm. Third base is fighting in a CVS. That one's my favorite. <laughs> you know you've reached like a new, like that's a really intimate level of couple. Yes. When you're fighting in a CVS. Or in any public space, but specifically <laughs> yes. CVS. Oh, I say it all the time. Yes. Um, third base is when you tell your girlfriend that you used to own toe shoes. Don't tell me that. I actually don't. You can keep that secret locked to your grave. I don't want to know. Hmm. They're toe creepy. Shoes, huh? Creepy as hell. Each individual toe is like yeah. got its own little each, rubber. Each, each piggy has his own <laughs> his place own to little live. Home. Yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy. Mm. Uh, third base is when the barista asks if you want the usual. She knows you so well. So that means that you'd be having to hook up with a barista, right? <laughs> yes. Is that it? <laughs> Just saying. Third base is when he sees you in a sheet mask. Like, when's the first time that you saw your wife doing like a full-on? Like a sheet mask? Like a beauty treatment or something that's well, like I was just like, Usually what is like this brown pink? stuff on your face? And why is there little poppy seeds and corn in it? <laughs> oh, a sheet mask. Wow. Oh. Wow. No, but I mean, there's like, there, we, we do self-care things in the bathroom right. that we don't want dudes to see. And then like, how long was it into your relationship before you saw her just like... Shaving her armpits or clipping her nails. I haven't or seen. Like I haven't seen my wife shaving doing her armpits a or, strip or something. No, no, you know what? I'd have to say, and I mean, I'm. It's gonna be scatty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think a lot of this, at least for our generation, like these are all great examples of third base. But really, I think the relationship you know changes and you know if you can live with this person mm -hmm. after your first exposure to eat you know to an excretion of some type oh yeah yeah i mean when that's that's the rule of thumb other, yeah that's a, if you that's if you pooed if you open up the bathroom door a little too early and you forgot to turn on the fan those are the times those yeah. are the third basis for generation x and why? yes but i mean it has nothing to do with smart devices in our generation <laughs> sorry no, third base is the first time he sees you get extremely worked up over how dumb and arbitrary every single thing in the universe is. Like, when's mm. the first time that you saw your lady friend lose it? Oh. Um, apparently I mansplained something, and it was really just the wrong thing to mansplain. She's like, don't talk to me like a kid, and I thought it was over, and then at dinner it came up again, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah, third base I, uh... could definitely be when either I cry in front of you for the first time or mm. when you, as the gentleman in my life, cries in front of me for oh. the first time. Well, that it's all right be... to cry. Crying takes everybody the sand cry. We all have emotions. Yeah. We know everybody poops and everybody has emotions, and it's okay for mm. both things in this world to happen. But, yeah, just uh, what was the one, the third base is when I let you hold my unlocked phone? Yes. Although I have to say, I'm not about, I'm not a snooper. I'm not either. I'm not an internet snooper, and I'm not a looking on your phone snooper. I, you know what? Like, I don't want to know. I honestly I like don't want to know. You're di like you want to find something bad if you're doing that. Like, right. You're saying it because you don't want them to be doing something and, bad. And what happens if you, like do you do find something bad? How do right. you bring it up? You know? I, I, exactly. It's like, oh, my gosh. I picked up your phone, and what's this pop this culture thing? You're, oh, that would be that? a shameful. If yeah. somebody, if your significant other finds out that you watch this show... That's you know, a that's a real come to Jesus moment between yeah. the two of you. I that's noticed your that you've been liking moment. Sarah and Joe's page a lot. 
They post yeah. weird stuff. Are you sure you're into that? Yeah. Can I talk you out of it? There's a video of a cow dancing. Doing the In My Feelings yeah. Drake Kiki Challenge. Like, I, I don't... Mm. No. Mm, it's not cool. You're a little too freaky for Can me. Can I just tell you, though, those mm. Paul Rudd videos of him as a wedding <laughs> DJ and a bar mitzvah DJ I'm telling you. are just gems. Like, if you need something to lift your spirits today, then visit our Facebook visit our page. Facebook page. Please. Pop That Culture Detroit. Yeah, it's uh, you need to go visit. It will make you smile. Um, someone who is not smiling, who is very upset. And I actually feel for her on this one a little bit. Because mm. I don't think it's cool. I, I do, too. Um, and that would be one Miss Betsy DeVos. So, sure, she has a yacht, mm -hmm. a $40 million yacht. Mm. And you could say, screw her, she's all wealthy and she has a yacht and she deserves right. it. But I don't think it's cool that somebody went and untied it and it drifted and then it ended up crashing and mm -hmm. there was like $10,000 in damage to her yacht. Well, you, the, part of the problem is, is that she could be held liable for that. You know, in a roundabout way, it's technically mm -hmm. her responsibility. Somebody would find a way, well, you know, you didn't do your due diligence of keeping it secure. You know how that crap goes. But, you know, something similar happened to me, although I don't have a $40 million yacht. Somebody messed with your boat? Some kids went into the marina where our neighborhood... Um, neighbors <laughs> docked all their boats yeah and one night some kids left all these beer cans out in the dock and all of our boats were untied and floating around the lake and it's like you, you kind of feel violated yeah you know a couple boats had used condoms and it was disgusting yeah i mean i don't agree with betsy devos i'm not a fan of betsy devos but i just feel that do you use amway no Really? I it's know. good stuff, that Amway. That toothpaste, that shampoo, legit. Mm. It's just as good as the national brands. Isn't it? But much more affordable, and you can make money having your own Amway business. That's what I hear. Mm. Um, I just don't think that vandalism uh, or going this route is the way to go when you want to protest somebody. Right. You, like, like vote. Vote. Right. Vote in the direction that you want things to go. Or, you know, I mean, if you want to do, yeah. like, like, physical protests with signs, whatever. Mm -hmm. I just don't. Yeah. The, the vandalism thing, nah, yeah. I'm not. Don't spend money in Grand Rapids. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah, boycotts, whatever. I'm just not on board with the way that that went. Now, when I was growing up, I never actually ended up having a fast food job. I did. What? I, yeah, like I went through, I went babysitting, mm. I went camp counselor, then I worked uh, in retail and clothing stores. Weren't you a hostess at like Ramshorn or something? I was a hostess at Max and Irma's. Oh, close enough. But that's not fast food, so I never like I never got the true teenage experience of working at like a Burger King or a McDonald's or a Taco Bell mm. or something like that. Were you a fast food guy? Yes, I worked at the McDonald's at fourteen and Ryan in oh, Sterling Heights. Oh, were you like so awesome? They like had you. You were working on one kind of food, and they were like, "Wow, that's really good." Oh, whenever my you friends need to do came burgers. in, I remember one one of my friends came in and he ordered a McDLT. That was the hot side hot and the cool side cool. Right. By the way. I gave him like five <laughs> meat patties, as much as I can cram into the phone. He brings it, he's like, what the hell? But you know what sucked about the McDonald's job was, at the time, everybody was switching to polos and baseball caps as their uniforms. Yeah. And we still had like the 70s, like good times, collars and paper hats. <laughs> <laughs> it was humiliating. Good times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, Taco Bell uh, is taking some heat. The employees were, were fighting him on it, but the law, uh, the uh, courts ended up siding with Taco Bell on this mm. one. 
It's not everybody. If you work at Taco Bell and you have your lunch shift, if you brought your lunch uh-huh. or you pay full price for Taco Bell food as your lunch, mm-hmm. you are allowed to leave the Taco Bell and go eat wherever you're going to yes. go eat, as long as you come back within your 30 minutes for lunch mm-hmm. break. However, if you use your employee discount on your Taco Bell food... Then they own you! Then you are trapped in the Taco Bell, and you must sit there in the Taco Bell and eat your food there. And the employees thought that this was bull. Yeah. I. You know what? It is bull, but it isn't. I mean, I can see because if they're subsidizing your meal, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't go anywhere. But, you know, what's more disturbing about this story is that at McDonald's, you just got your food for free. There was no discount. So you just got what you wanted. And you oh, didn't really? Pay. You just yeah. like, oh, it's my break. I'm going to have yeah. whatever. The most expensive combo on the menu. Make me the good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but here's the thing. McDonald's is very into... Um, turning over the food after it's been out for a certain oh, time. Oh, yes. Because there's a certain freshness standard that they adhere to. Good. And there was a kid whose job it was, there was a barrel where you'd have to account for the food mm-hmm. that he would discard. So you, it was called the write-off barrel. Oh. And so entire barrels of food out, and this kid would have to haul the food out to the dumpster. And would he just haul it right into the trunk of his car? He got like... caught standing like in behind the little fence by the dumpster, like eating, like unwrapping some of the food. Oh, And buddy. cramming it into his that makes me sad that he was so hungry that he was just was like shoving food in his face. <laughs> it's like, no. But then there was a, a sleazy kid that had like a panel van and it was full of dirty magazines. Yeah, it was. That was the McDonald's right. Classy. Yeah. Way to keep it classy. Now, the other way that people feel like they've been getting screwed a lot is with the airlines. Yes. Because it's just like... And what base is that when you get screwed by an airline? Uh, I will go, That's like three and a half, maybe? Is, there, is, is that a bunt? Is that a walk? It's What's not a bunt. <laughs> it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice fly. Sure, When you yes! get screwed by an airline. There it is. There you go. Woo! It took us a while to get there, but thanks for bearing with us. But it's... I mean, everything... Things that used to be free are not free anymore. Uh-huh. Like, you have to pay for your snack, like the big snack thing on certain uh-huh. airlines. And you have to pay if you want to check a bag. Mm. And then there were airlines that were making you, bless you, David, they were making you um, pay a fee for a carry-on bag. I know, it's crazy. And I'm like, oh, can I just buy a ticket and get on the plane without you adding a billion more things to Remember when flying, the worst thing you had to worry about was side stream smoke? Because people can smoke on planes. Flew. I never flew when smoking was yeah. illegal. And now it's like, it's not, oh, wait, I had it. I'm going to no, take a No, here you go. Bring it up. Uh, the captain has turned off the uh, non-pissing sign. You may get up and go to the bathroom <laughs> for a nominal fee. Uh, thanks for flying with us today. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. They are going to charge you to use the bathrooms. I, it's I, I, getting I would there. not put it past them. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to start putting like quarters in the thing to open up the door for the bathroom. It, it yeah. Makes if they were smart, they would have a uh, pay for the mile high club. You can do it, but yeah. it's going to cost you. Exactly. $200. But attendant swipes your card. I mean, have you ever tried to like get on go-go Wi-Fi on a plane? How much of a pain is that? Just the worst. Oh, my goodness. But American Airlines is now trying to compete, and they will allow you to buy a basic fare ticket and not have a fee to have a carry-on bag on the plane. So now, that with that, American leaves United as the last of the big three airlines to prohibit carry-ons for their cheapest fare flights. The fact That's ridiculous. That even, like the cheapest fare flights before now, like I can't even have a carry-on. No. I only have my purse. No. Oh. But they're they're starting to go in the other direction. I think what may have forced their hand, and I don't know if this is true, but 
if you do something like um, like a kayak or a Priceline or whatever, mm. where you and it'll do it like by cheapest. Yeah. And if there's a bag fee, maybe they weren't at the top of the search, and so they want their <clears throat> tickets to be at the top yeah. of the search. Yeah, because basically it used to be where if you do kayak or Priceline or whatever, mm -hmm. they would sort by just what the ticket price was. Yeah. And then at some point somebody said, well, we need to account for what the real the cost fees? of flying yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It makes total and complete sense. So I feel like, yeah, airlines have been jerks for a while, and now they're kind of reeling it back in mm. a little bit. Somebody who a lot of people, I think, are still bitter about, we yeah. still consider a jerk, is one Mr. Lance Armstrong. Yeah. I mean, he had the balls to be a doper in the Tour de France. Wait. What? He had the ball to be a doper. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. Yep. So Stretch Armstrong was just doing an interview recently with Freakonomics Radio, and he says he understands why people might not have forgiven him still yet or because ever. you cheated for years it's and told simple. us you didn't and then held the other guys on your team uh -huh. hostage basically right and, and then you know started dating cheryl crow exactly your wife stayed with you through the cancer and then you leave her for cheryl yeah. Crow, who's adorable i get it but i know if it makes you happy you might as well yeah right? um so he said that he he used to have a more defensive aggressive approach when people would be angry mm -hmm. at him but he's now turned the corner, and he's a new Lance Armstrong. A new Lance Armstrong. And he revealed a story where he huh. said he was waiting for an Uber, and there was an outdoor patio uh, for a restaurant, so there were a whole bunch of people seated outside. And one guy just started yelling at him, F you, Lance Armstrong, F you. And he wouldn't stop doing it. And then everybody else in the outdoor space at Got the their pitchforks and torches? Started yelling with him. So he had like 30 people out on the street yelling, oh, yeah, Wait a minute. What if, what if this guy went to Fresno University where Lance Armstrong took a couple of he classes? He was just cheering for and he was, school. And he was cheering for it FU. Was just school spirit. Yeah. Unbelievable. No. So they were so angry. And so what Lance Armstrong did instead of jumping in there and starting fights was to call the restaurant, asked to speak to the manager, gave the manager his credit card number, mm. and said, buy everybody's meals and drinks on me. Tell them it was for me, mm. and tell them I understand their anger. Right. And spit in it. <laughs> How <laughs> much extra Like, that's it? just for me. You get a 40% tip. You know, I know you're going to add the 20% gratuity in, because this is clearly a table of more than six people. <laughs> But spit in it, please. So there's a new Lance Armstrong in town, but there's an old beetle happening right now. And we will oh. tell you the latest story about Love Sir Paul story. McCartney next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to NewRadioMedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media dot com.
What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah, and I'm here with Moneybags Calhoun. I owe her some money. Oh, what's up? Lunch is mm -hmm. on me, kids. <laughs> with my... It's, it's only $30. $30. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I do need gas, so thanks. No, there you go. In cash, it's 10 cents less usually, right? Yay! Woo! I like that you just paid me right now <laughs> as long as it was on the brain now everybody knows abbey road mm. they know the album they know the famous album cover mm -hmm. with all the beatles walking across yeah. and the tv show on channel 56 i have not seen that actually what the show about the abbey on oh downton abbey sorry I'm sorry. I threw I'm you sorry. a lob. I I'm lobbed sorry. it. I lobbed it. Now even said, here, catch. Okay, okay, okay. Here you go. It was even a wiffle ball. I know. It wasn't even a real ball. Listen, it's Friday, bro. I know. Uh, so anyway, it's become quite the tourist spot. Everybody, if you're if near it, you're like, oh, wait, we're near Abbey Road. Let's do the thing where yeah. we walk. So original. And then let's go to Italy and make that tower lean on our hand. I'm going to hold it up. Yeah. I'll hold my hand like I've got it in my hand. Or, yeah, it's very, very touristy. Uh. But Paul McCartney just happened to find himself in the area earlier this week. And he was like, oh, hey, I'm near the place. I might yeah. as well do the thing. And so he did. I'm by the Abbey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And he was like, his, he had his daughter, Mary, there, and she was like, oh, Dad, do the thing, and then I'll take a video of it. So here's Paul McCartney recreating his little Abbey Road. <laughs> He's so cute. We have barriers. He's like, hey. Wow. What's up? He had jacket over the shoulder like he yeah. can walk a runway and they've been keeping model. it up the, the, the road looks good the intersection still looks good it does it looks like so, it's a really cute area yeah. of town I otherwise it would be shabby road Ooh, now that i will give you <laughs> i will i am there with you for that one are you a big guacamole yes. fan? yes I'm only, I'm only a guac fan if it's spicy if it's just bland oh. guac i'm not having it. i just i you know i love every guac of life <laughs> Do you? Yes. And Chipotle specifically, have you tried theirs? I, there, I have not met a bad bowl of guac. Really? No. Well, here's the deal. Coming up this Tuesday, you can get some free Chipotle guacamole. Really? Yes. To be eligible, mm. 
You need to order a meal online via their app, okay. and then it comes as a free of charge add-on to the meal or a separate portion with chips. Is how now, is it the little teeny tiny cup of guac? It better not be. That's, no, that's a if good question. If it's that little tablespoon of guac, really, is it free? That's a is it free? <laughs> I'm talking to you, Chipotle. It's, uh, it seems to be a really big thing that a lot of places, like McDonald's did something similar, I believe, with for free fries. That they, all these places want you to use their app yes. for the food, and not enough people are doing that. And so if you go through the app of any place now, I bet you'll find a way to get some free food. Just as a tip, if you're, finding, right. if you're trying to figure out a way to save some money maybe. That might be the way to do it these days. Yeah, you know, I, uh, you know, they're trying to get you to buy everything, you know, from, you know, music and stuff like that. But you know, a lot of people just turned fans of app music. You get like a like a half ding. Kind of a half. It's a Friday. Ding a ling. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, it's because it's Friday. You know where our buddy is? Uh, Craig. Cra Craig Folly. He's sleeping in. He is, he is sleeping until like one or two this afternoon. In Detroit at the Buell Bar. That's what he likes to do on Fridays. Go he likes see him. to get out and about and yeah. do his Craig Folly show and have his folliness across the land. Yeah. And so enjoy your Craig Folly from the Buell Bar for the next two hours. And we will allegedly be back on Monday. <laughs>